And that is us live. Uh, good evening, everyone. You're watching another MMA UK live stream podcast this evening. And uh, my name's Lewis Smith. As always, a big thank you to everyone for watching. We really do appreciate your support. And just before I get started on this one, I just got to give a big shout out to our sponsors for this evening who are Fight Feel. Uh, these guys are a supplement and clothing company founded by martial artists for martial artists. And their aim is to get all uh, people to be able to train and perform at the best of their ability. So big shout out to those guys. Thank you for the support. And um, yeah, without further ado, I want to introduce my guest for this evening, uh, legendary actor and martial artist, Mark Lakowskos. Uh, Mark, how are you this evening, buddy? And, and how are you surviving in this unprecedented time we're calling it now? Uh -huh. Hey, Les, uh, Lewis. Well, thank you so much for having me. And hello, everybody. Um, yeah, crazy times, man. Um, I suppose the silver lining is that at least everyone in the world can understand what we're, you know, we're all going through. It, you know, it's kind of like the same storm. You know, of course, we're in different boats, um, yeah. but it's the same storm, man. Yeah. And um, obviously, we, we've got you on tonight. Uh, you've got a film coming out. Despite everything, we've got a film coming out. It's called One Night in Bangkok. Uh, I think it's out on DVD now for people to watch, right? Yes, sir. It's One Night in Bangkok, and it is a, uh, a character-driven thriller with some action. So, you know... Uh, we know what action movies are, you know, wall to wall. Uh, I had the good fortune of being in John Wick 3. And to me, that is, you know, 100% action movie with interesting yeah. characters. Uh, One Night in Bangkok is not like that. It's much, it's, it's a much slower character driven, um, character driven thriller with, with some action. Yeah. So it's a, a little bit of a mixture then, as you said, compared to, to John Wick. I mean, for, for people watching, I think you've got probably the, the right sort of target audience here because everyone watching this loves martial arts. They love action movies. They they love a little bit of everything, our guys. So I think you've definitely hit the right target audience. Can you tell us a little bit about the storyline and what, what we can expect to see in this one? Obviously not giving too much away, but... Okay, absolutely. So my character is not, is he's not a professional, professional killer or fighter or anything like that. But some uh, not so good things happen to some of his family members. And, uh, you know, justice is not served. So then you have to, you know, find it in your heart. Do you complete, you know, keep going on with the legal way and, and trusting that other people are going to take care of it? Or do you take it upon yourself and rectify the situation? And so that's what my, that's the, that's what my character is put into um, with some of his loved ones. Does he take care of it himself or not? And he decides that he does. Yeah, it, it sounds good to me, Mark. I'm not going to lie. It sounds... Sounds like something I'll be watching straight away. But uh, how how was making this film for you as well, Mark? Like you've 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 been on a lot of big films now, a lot of big productions. But what was what was this time round like for you? Well, you know, it was it was really nice um, to go to this shortly after John Wick Three, because I got to play uh, not just a father but a grandfather. So you know, I, um, it's a little older than I am right now. I'm fifty six. I, I know some young grandparents. So in any case, I'm not a grandfather yet, um, but I got to play one. And it was just an interesting mindset to put myself in and, and, and find the heart, you know. Um, I love the story because, you know, I, I, I could ask myself, what would I do if I were in my character's situation? Would I do what he did or not? And... Um, then I got to play it out and really explore and investigate um, another character's life, which, uh, you know, I'm an actor. I love to do that. 
And yeah. when I get to couple that with some action, it's even more fun. Yeah, exactly. How, how important is it for you as an actor to be able to put yourself into, into your character's shoes? How much do you need to sort of do that to, to really fulfill a role? Well, for me, it's, it's, it's everything. You know, uh, I, I started off doing a lot of action movies and I still love to do it. Uh, whether I do it on screen or on stage, I still practice all the time. My parents are both Kung Fu teachers. So um, really, it's about, about who the character is. What is the story? What is the honesty and truth of the character's heart and mind that I'm playing? And so it has everything to do with that. You know, I'll go back to John Wick 3, for example. I, I was not the original actor cast for that role. I came in last minute. I literally got the call from Chad Stahelski on Monday. Monday night, I was on a flight from Los Angeles to New York. I arrived there Tuesday. Wednesday, we shaved my hair off. Thursday, I'm <laughs> on the set. So I had no prep, you know, but it was, it was the, the most important part was who is zero? What is, what yeah. is his mindset and who is his heart? And that goes for, you know, for every, every single character I play, you know, um, whether it has action or not, who is this person and, and what is their perception of what's going on? Because it could be very different from, from my point of view or not. Fortunately, um, I'm just going to jump back to John Wick 3 because, you know, it's yeah, been yeah. out for a while. Um, and it applies to my, my way of working on One Night in Bangkok as well. Um, the thing is, so I was lucky because in John Wick 3, I'm a fan of, of Keanu Reeves. Yeah. And then um, I'm also a fan of the John Wick show, shows. And, yeah, yeah. and my character, you know, in the script, it said uh, zero. You know, he tells John Wick, I'm a fan. So this was really easy to play. And then as an actor, uh, you know, my, my job, I feel, is what is the truth and what is the most interesting way to play it? Well, you know, I'm not just a fan. I'm a, in my mind, in, in, in Zero's mind, I'm a fan boy. So, <laughs> you know, so, yeah. when, so from the character's point of view, when you get these private moments with John Wick, you show a part of your character that nobody else would ever see. This is just between, you know, Zero and John Wick, you know? Um, and so <laughs> for, for me as an actor, what, how, you know, how deep can I go? And what are those private moments of the character I play when nobody else uh, sees him? Uh, what does he really think? What is the reason? You know, so, so as an actor, it's my job to be an, an investigator, a detective, find the clues to the character, find story points that I could, I could tell the truth, really get to the truth of it, and then find something interesting to do with it. That's, that's my job, and that's how I approach it. Yeah, no, brilliant. I've got to ask, Mark, now you mentioned obviously John Wick 3. I've got a couple of people, we can show some comments in this, uh, in this video. I've got quite a few people coming in and saying, how was, how was it working with Keanu Reeves? What, what's he like? Is he as wonderful in real life as the internet? Okay, okay. well, I, I love answering this question because yes, he is. <laughs> you, know, um, you know, we hear, even before I, I worked with him, of course, I too was a fan and I heard all these great things about Keanu. And then, you know, the, 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 bar is set really high because you're going, man, I, I hope he's everything that you, you know, you hear about. And I must say that working, uh, working with him for three months on John Wick 3, he is everything and above. I mean, he worked his patuki off. We, we all know that. And yet he still made it to rehearsals and, and fight rehearsals whenever he could. So he's, he's coming in before work. He's coming in after work. 
uh, on the set in between takes. Chad Stahelski, our, our awesome director, is you know is wanting to to change some things or modify the fight scene. And Keanu is always one of the first people up and and trying to learn it and figure it out. So yes, he's he's everything. Humble, collaborative, uh, completely welcoming. You know, I, I'm a new character, so he uh, with open arms, man. I, I felt I felt so safe and supported and welcomed. So yes, Keanu yeah. Reeves is four thumbs up. Yeah, I'm I'm really glad to hear that because the last thing you want is to like you have this expectation, and then someone comes on, they're like, oh, he's complete nightmare to work with, you know, so I'm, I'm really glad you said that. I, I think everybody watching will be, so yeah, big shout out to Keanu Reeves. No, no, he's awesome. I mean, look, he's, he's also human. You know, he had, he had some moments where he took a moment and he, he went off in the corner and, and, you know, released some energy, which is entertaining. And then he came back with a huge smile and, and worked incredibly. So. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. I think, getting back to you, Mark, obviously, you know, you, you started off life as, as a martial artist, so as you said, you're, your parents are kung fu teachers. I think you did karate. He's on your Wikipedia page as well. How how did you end up transitioning into movies back in the day when you know you've you've gone from that sort of comp competitive martial arts into, into filmmaking? How did that happen for you? Oh, so Lewis, it's a it's a long story, but I'll try to keep it as short as possible, and maybe <laughs> we can pick it up another time. Yeah. But um, you know, I, I my my friends know that if my parents were not kung fu teachers. I don't know if I would have ever competed in a tournament because I love martial arts. You know, I saw I saw uh, Bruce Lee movies when he came out. Of course, I watched Jet Li and Jackie Chan. But uh, you know, when my parents, uh, um, it gets very complicated. So I'm trying to figure out where to, where to say. I was born <laughs> in Hawaii. I uh, spent a few years in Colorado, and then most of my teen years in Germany. Before he went to Germany, um, you know, I was very much, when I was living in, in the States, I was very much into riding my bicycle on the weekends and I wanted to play uh, tag, American football or baseball, just run around like a kid. And because my parents had their own Kung Fu school, we pretty much were told that we were going to spend, uh, you know, whenever they went to work, which is, you know, five, six days a week, uh, after school, we'd go to the Kung Fu school. So I spent a lot of my time cleaning toilets and mopping floors and then since we were there mom and dad just said you know don't waste your time you guys are going to just jump in class and quite honestly the smell of sweat and dirty feet and blood you know was not enticing i would have much rather been outside and then and then the idea of punching and kicking people that i have no beef with seemed so ridiculous to me you know so um in spite of that i was thrown in the classes and my brother and i did relatively well and then we were told that we were going to fight in tournaments. And that was like the worst idea possible because now you got these, these other um, young guys trying to punch and kick us for points. And again, I'm thinking, but we're not even mad at each other. This is so ridiculous. Anyway, so the first, the first few years, I really did not like it. And then at some point it clicked over and I thought, this is really fun. You know, I, I love, not only do I love practicing martial arts, um, but some of the competition is okay, you know? Um, so that was that part. In terms of jumping into movies, uh, before I ever did my first movie, I moved to Taiwan to be a monk. Ah, really? Yes. Very interesting, Mark, that's very interesting. Was never, I never intended to be an actor. I, uh, when I was younger, I never thought about being an actor. Yeah. I, I never wanted to be an actor in martial arts movies, any of that. I loved watching movies. But that was not my my deal. I thought, you know, being a monk, being a teacher, being an um, ambassador, interpreter, something like that. Cut to, 
cuts to, you know, I've traveled around a lot when I was younger. Um, I'm almost 19 years old and I'm in San Francisco, Chinatown. And this is after the monkhood thing did not work out. And I'm trying to find myself. What am I going to do? And I'm teaching martial arts with my, uh, for my mom in her Kung Fu school. And on a lunch break, um, these two guys stopped me and asked me, uh, they said they were doing a movie and they asked me if I'd like to audition. And I said, thank you, but no, thank you. And they said, you don't want to audition for a movie. And I said, no, thank you. And they said, why? And I said, because I'm not an actor. And, and that was, it made sense to me. I'm not an actor. Um, why would I audition for a movie? They gave me their card and said, if you change your mind, uh, please give us a call. And I said, okay, thank you. I told my mom later that afternoon and she said, listen, life is crazy. Ups and downs. The monkhood thing didn't work out. You never know. Just, just try it. Just try it. And I said, okay, that makes sense. I gave them a call. I auditioned. They had me improvise and read some lines. And I'm sure I was terrible, but I did my best. And I try to use my martial arts focus yeah. to you know, stay, in, stay in the character and do the best I could. Three days later, I get the call. I got the job. Really? What and, job was that for? Well, it was a movie called Dim Sum. And ultimately, um, prob uh, I, I'm not sure why. I don't want to think it was because I was so bad, but it could be. Uh, I, was, I was edited out of the movie along with the actress I was working with. Oh, really? Um, but uh, the director was Wayne Wang who did the Joy Luck Club later. And the actress was the incredibly talented Joan Chen. So my first scene ever in a movie was to improvise um, a scene in German with my character seeing my girlfriend again for the first time. We have some dialogue and then we end up making out. And that's the first time I ever did a scene and first time I ever did anything on camera. And I thought, you know, as an as a almost 19 year old boy, I thought, Wow, I'm I'm on a set. They're paying me to kiss with this beautiful girl. <laughs> yeah. This thing is is pretty good. <laughs> and that's could be, worse. could be worse. Could be worse. I think to be honest, Mark, you go down that road. You've made a lot of people happy with your films. So I think there's probably a lot of grateful people that you did uh, you did take that card and give them a call. But yeah, it's it, it's always interesting to hear because obviously, like we do a lot of UFC stuff and. A lot of fighters who make it and kind of transcend the sport, they do often go into films after. So it's always cool to see how kind of martial arts always end up filtering into films and big movies in the long run, don't they? Oh, absolutely. And, and thank you, Lewis. You know, um, the thing with, with martial arts is that I, I find everything one learns in martial arts, uh, of course, you can apply to to real life, you know, and then you take that discipline and respect and focus and being in your body and the breath work and you can you can easily if you can get wrap around it in your mind move that to acting of course you have to you know get used to articulation and voice, oh. and voice but in terms of your spirit being in your body martial arts is a fantastic foundation I believe for acting, and one of my acting teachers, my 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 voice coach and Shakespeare teacher and presence teacher, Patsy Rodenberg from England, um, you know she herself was a martial artist, and she always um, you know she appreciates actors who have had martial arts training because really, it's it's a it's a great it's a great support for everything we do as actors. Yeah, no, brilliant. Like I said, it's, it's, it is a, a tool to other things, not just. Uh combat i suppose so oh yeah, absolutely. It's, a, it's a great insight to have there lewis I'm, gl I'm glad you bring that up because you know the thing is 
the MMA fighters, the professionals, they're, they're incredible. And most of us, you know, um, one, we're, we're not, you know, we're not, we're, we're not in that mindset to, to train that hard. Yeah. Or even if we do, maybe we're not, uh, we're not skilled enough to ever be professional. And that's fine because the lessons in martial arts um, that you apply to life, that to me is, um, well, that's golden. Because if we are respectful and disciplined and focused during martial arts class, but we don't take that same focus and kindness and humility into real life, well then to me, we're not really martial artists, we're just fighters. And uh, I have respect for fighters with humility, but as far as martial artists, that should always be one of the base, uh, you know, base attributes is humility and kindness and understanding. That to me is what, um, you know, some of the golden things uh, that we learn from martial arts are. Yeah, that's, that's a great insight there, Mark. So thank you very much for that. Um, I've got a couple of questions coming in from, from the people watching now. I just want to get a couple in before we have to leave you go. But we've got, first of all, sorry, we've got um, Chris Gadd who's asking, uh, hi, sir, do you pride yourself on being a martial artist or an actor first? Oh, I think, um, you know, it's my base, of course, because my parents are both martial arts teachers. You know, I've, I've, been, a, I've been a martial artist for much longer. But it kind of folds together because I find yeah. that the martial arts, uh, the things that I learned in martial arts can be applied to acting. And so many of the acting things that I learned, um, actually all of them, can, can be used and, and applied to my martial arts, which and then all applies to how I, how I live my life. Yeah, so, that's cool. Yes and yes. It's all connected, man. Yeah, that's great. Oh, um, got- Dad once told me... Um, this was back when I was about 14 or 15 years old and I was vacuuming one, um, one of his martial arts schools. And there was a corner that a lot of people didn't go into and I was kind of like slow and late in doing it. So I, I, I decided that I wasn't going to vacuum that corner. And that happened to be one of the times where my dad was actually in the room and he saw me and he came over to me and he says, Marco, did you, uh, did you vacuum this area right here? And I said, I said, no Sifu, because in the Kung Fu school, you know, he's my Sifu. No Sifu. And he said to me, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Yeah, that's that's great. That's some deep stuff. Uh, Look, (laughs) I'm 56 years old. He told me that when he was when I was 13 and I'm I'm still getting goosebumps. So I, I can't escape what I've heard, you know, and when we really take in the lessons that we that we that we've had. When we really take them in and and they're profound, they never leave us yeah, and hear us in a better way. Yeah, that's, that's an amazing story. Yeah. 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 I think I think it's we're gonna have to get you on again, Mark, because I, I know we haven't gone long, but we we can go for a couple of hours here, I think, if we if we had it with some of your insights. But Chris, Chris Emmanuel is asking, what will your dream role be? Wow. Uh my dream role. <sighs> you know. Uh, well, thank, on the spot. A tough one. thank you for asking that. I feel like I've, I've, I've been really fortunate and that I've, I've been able to play a lot of different roles. So um, I'm, I'm grateful for that. But a dream role, you know, is um, some I get I suppose the role that I could actually use as much of my life experience um, and lessons I've learned. Um, something, a character that I could put all of that into 
you know, and really express it. I, I, you know, a character with a lot of different colors and, you know, who logically in the story would be able to fight. So that's not an easy one, you know, because I, I, I like, you know, in my real life, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a father. I'm not a grandfather yet, but I'm a father. You know, I'm a husband. Um, I love animals. I do martial arts. I practice. I, I practice Shakespeare. Um, I love mountain biking and hiking. There's a lot of aspects to my life. I like writing. I have friends from all over the world, um, all all fields of, of of work. So you know, a character that that would be able, you know, uh, that I could I could tap into a lot of different things um, would be great. But really, whatever my next role is, uh, I guess to whittle it down. Uh, my dream role is whatever the next role is yeah. because I suppose all that to say in a way I, I bring all my life experience to it anyway. So there you go. Sorry. That was a yeah. long way of saying that. Yeah. There you go. Chris Emanuel. Good question. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, we, we've hit our, we've hit our 20 minute mark, uh, mark now, Mark. So I just want to say one, one thing, you know, you've got a lot of people here, a lot of MMA fans, martial artists watching for, for those who's about to go out and watch, uh, one night in Bangkok. What in one sentence? How will you describe this film to them, and why should they go watch it? Okay. It is a slow burn, character driven thriller that provokes us to investigate what we would do if we were in my character's situation. Mm. There we go. I think that that says it all. That says it all. Thank you very much for that, Mark. And Thank you. Again, I, I just want to say a big thanks for taking the time out. Obviously, we know you've got quite a busy schedule, especially with everything that's going on at the moment. So we do appreciate that. And um, we also appreciate everyone watching these shows from MMA UK. Um, as always, guys, please head over to our YouTube channel, our Facebook, our Twitter. Give us a follow and uh, we can keep interviewing top class martial artists and actors like Mark then. So, yeah, guys, thank you very much. Mark, thank you for the time. And uh, we look forward to having you on again, sir. Lewis, thank you so much. Take care, everybody. Yeah. Bye, Mark. Thank you.